Well, welcome to the Crunchless Malteser, the last Malteser in the bag of a podcast, the George Rockle Schmidt Show. How are you, Damien? I'm very well, thank you very much. How are oh, you? Oh, I've got another one for you as well, another intro that you might like. You say, I'm Damien. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm primed and ready. <laughs> All right. Just okay. give, you know, I'm sure my cue will be obvious enough. I'm ready and waiting. Welcome to your dose of weekly bullshit in a bag. I'm Damien. Show the range. <laughs> We're doing Crank, but it's Mr. Bean, as suggested by Fernando Raul. Thank you very much, Fernando. That is a great idea. That is what we're doing this week. What's been yeah, going on, Damien? Yeah, f- yeah, what has been going on? All kinds of shit. I got done for shoplifting yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I did. I had some <laughs> bullshit at work, right? Um, and just, yeah, no, just, I, just like I, did, I don't think life unravel. Uh, it feels a bit shitty just kind of bagging on work on this fucking show, but there you go. And it's one of those fucking, like, those 15-hour shifts where it all just fucking goes tits up and never seems to fucking end. And what I have to do is I just jump around other people's fucking workstations and just wipe their asses, basically. And I have to work on this Oh, God, get to the shoplifting bits. All right, so, like, I needed cheese. I needed cheese, and I had to fucking run out and get fucking cheese. Cheddar, cheddar cheese. I need cheese for burgers. Sliced fucking cheese. Sliced cheese for burgers burgers right today the, the day that i went into work i decided not to bring my wallet since i work I, I live almost next door so when i have my fucking break and i know i have to fucking cover this up because the fucking boss is whinging about this that and the other about the ordering <laughs> i have to run home when i realize i don't have my wallet to buy the cheese that i'm using to cover up someone else's fucking mistake run home get my wallet go back buy fucking cheese Right, this massive block of fucking two blocks of fucking cheddar because mm-hmm. i knew it was going to be a busy night and we'd everyone had, was it strong these, cheddar? Uh, it, it was Cathedral City, City seriously fucking strong. That's exactly I, what it was. I don't think that's strong. I, I prefer cheddar more crumbly than Cathedral. Try again. I opened up one of the other fucking fridges and turns out the fucking shit skid that I was um, picking up from just hid the cheese that I needed somewhere else. So I bought mm. these two fucking blocks of fucking cheddar. And because it was a fucking nightmare, I want to go to the shop and I buy a couple of drinks. I go and buy... What? I, what what's I the buy, cheese got to do with it then? I leave work to go get the beers. But what I do is I take the cheese from work. I have it in my hoodie. I have two blocks of cheese hanging out of each individual pocket left and right. I go into the shop. It is hanging out of the pockets left ah. and right. No one fucking bats an eyelid. And because it's standard fucking, it's, it's bog standard fucking supermarket Cathedral City, I go around to the fucking uh, checkouts. I buy the two beers. I buy a tawdry two fucking beers because I've got six hours before I'm back in that place. And I don't fucking fuck around with a hangover. I'll have enough to get me asleep as fast so, as possible. So that's okay. it. So you bought the beers go, and then you didn't, and then you left. And I, you had these cheese blocks in your coat. And the man at the door went, Oi, you didn't pay for those cheese. What happens is I buy the fucking beers and some fucking supermarket shithead who is bemused at the fact that I don't pay the 10p for the fucking bag. Yeah, no, I'm going to carry it in fucking hand on the way home. It's a fucking five minute walk. I'm, I refuse to pay 10p for a fucking plastic bag. But this is when they see like two lumps of fucking sweaty cathedral 
fucking city blocks of fucking cheese hanging up my pockets like have you paid for those but no i haven't fucking paid for those i've already fucking paid for it do you have a receipt no that's why i didn't get it reimbursed at fucking work i obviously didn't take that fucking tone but then i you know the penny dropped when he yeah. looks and it's like did you pay for that so like, oh really okay all right i can tell them what happened but i immediately realized that when i go through the fucking story it sounds like someone's trying to pull the wood over wool over someone's fucking eyes it's like oh turns out the cathedral city cheddar is the cheese that's so nice that i I had to fucking buy it twice. There's fear of prosecution. Why don't I do the introduction again so this can be the longest cold open ever? <laughs> I'm just going to write it off, Damien. You had, you, you, you had what you thought was your gold moment. It's going in the fucking bin. We didn't discuss the cheese. It wasn't pre-approved. You fucked off. Well, now I'm thinking if I've got any cheese stories and then we can do crank next week and make this the cheese episode. Hillary had no choice but to swallow the cheese she had put into her Hillary's mouth. I, I don't take any time. On, online for shit like that but if they're talking like that i i might just fucking go in for that i mean by the sounds of things you definitely have a shit enough life <laughs> you could easily be a troll you sound fucking miserable you sound me? like a shithead me no i i, I am i'm assuming your voice just for a second oh, I you, oh you sorry understand. Oh, okay. I no, I I don't think you could be a troll because I I don't I think that a proper troll is sort of like a bit of a rascal. I don't think it is necessarily someone who is miserable. I'm just saying I think you could be a dickhead online, not a troll. Like <laughs> yeah, a, you're too boring good, to be a rascal. A, a good troll makes people laugh. No, I think you'd just be someone who comes in and ruins someone's fucking day by like posting like the word cunt on somebody's picture of a cute seal. Or something. Uh, it's kind of what I do at work a lot, actually. Is it? Got a couple just... of, yeah, there are a couple of apprentices, these really like young kids that just they, 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 they turn up there um, and they're, they're part of a work experience program because that's how the company gets tax breaks. I have to walk through this other kitchen and I will see them there. And I'll just walk up to them. They try to be friendly. And you'll just, just, walk you'll up just to stab them. them. Just bang, stab. Little stab right in the fucking... Right in the... the there's, yep, there's one kid called Gio Giovanni, and he is the biggest okay. little bitch I've ever I've ever met in my life. Is he and like normally, a big dog? No, nothing like that. But he, you know, every time I walk in, like everyone else around him is just like fucking. They've got their fucking tea towels and they're just fucking whipping him with it. And he's just laughing and he's like, what? "Oh no 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 no." And he's he's everyone's friend. He's he's concerned to be everyone's friend. And he tries to be friendly with me and he taps me on the back. You know, hello, how are you doing? It's like, I, I don't mind wine tap, but he goes for like three or four and it's like, that's enough. So I make a point of just walking up to him while he's doing his job. He's untrained. He's, you know, he's a president. I just say, that's shit. I think you need some time off. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is this a cry for help? I don't know. For me, that's, those are the golden moments of my fucking job. And eventually, well, that's, see, the thing that's, is. Dude, no, that's not. That's. Is it worse that after I do that? Is it worse that after that? You don't have a weird that, wank, do you? No, no, not after that. But he comes up to me and he <laughs> tries to be that. even friendly. He tries to be even oh, friendly dude. on what I do. And I punch him in the ribs. And I just kind of walk on. He's like, oh, no, don't do that. And poof. Fuck off. And he does it again. Oh, I love it. It's the only thing I like about the job. There are some falsifications in there, but you know, I think that the, the bedrock is that I abused this child. Yeah, I think we've discovered today that you are pretty fucking <laughs> unhappy, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> have you seen Crank, Damien? Just say yes. All right, yeah, I have, no, I, I watched it. Let me just make one case. Oh, okay. Some of that was a fabrication, but I remember this guy, I told him to do something that was perfectly normal 
and was well in line with the expectation of his job role, and he said yes, but, and he didn't do it, and that's why I give him shit every day I fucking see him. All right, now I've made my I've, I've made my peace. All right, I'm not a bad person. Okay. He's just a bastard. I don't think you're a bad person. I just think you need a fucking <laughs> you're <holiday>. shitty. <laughs> Like, I really, I think you do, dude. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> have you seen Crank? I, I, I have seen Crank. I saw Good. it like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> did, you, did you watch it all? <laughs> I watched it all, yeah. I'll tell you what, actually, yeah. Of all the things that we it's, have like sat fun. down to watch, it was the most fun. I'm from Peter, you fuckers. <laughs> I think this could be another fucking Boondock Saints debacle. Someone thought this was really fucking cool the whole yeah. way through. And it is Mr. Bean. The whole fucking premise is you have been injected with a drug, Jason Statham, and this drug means you will die if you don't keep your heart rate up. So what does he do? He goes around the fucking city, like, electrocuting himself, <laughs> screaming at people and getting, like... I mean, you know, if you want to get your heart rate up... Smoke some weed. That gets your heart rate up. Heart rate up. Heart rate up. Uh, yeah, but I was channeling the rain because he he does some fucking coke on the bathroom floor though. Do some like, coke. It's not gonna last. It's not gonna last forever. It's not gonna last forever. But it lasts a while. It, you know, it, it might only make you feel fucking coked up for a bit, but it'll keep your heart rate up for a while. Yeah. Drink well, some they, coffee. They, they, so, you know, get worried about stuff. Oh, well, who's gonna pay the mortgage? Oh, I'm Jason Statham. Oh. Will people? Oh, will people accept me with my hair? Oh, they do. It's not even a big deal. Oh, great. No one says anything about my hair. They said something about my tracksuit and my fucking sunglasses, and then they fucking died. And then they all—they're always going on about the fucking lava lamp. What? They don't know that you retired it a long time ago. It's just an effect. It's a—it's. They're just looking at a blank screen. The world hasn't had electricity in years since the solar flare. That's why they've gone mad. And they've not—they're not getting help because other people have been affected by the solar flare. And can't help. It's a, it's a disaster. I mean, it's seriously like, will humanity even survive? I call it Those George Rockwell Schmidt's 2028 AD, the movie. It's the not It exists in the minds. And the sci-fi channel. Well, sci-fi channel is much more damning than the fucking tawdry shit that I fucking spat out there. You're better than the sci-fi channel, George. You can do better. Th- I reckon you'll do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think one day they'll have the YouTube channel and it'll be YouTube, YouTube channel the movie? YouTube channel station the movie playlist. Watch all your favorite YouTube stars come to life. Hi, I'm Angry Joe. I'm shitting in my pants. I knew Spoonie. Angry Joe's going around nudging people, going, "Yeah, I knew Spoonie." He has plans for content, but I, you know, I, I you know, I did a fucking. Video uh, VidCon with him uh, not too long ago, and it just doesn't look like it. You know, he's just covered in his own shit. He's covered in his own fucking shit. He has Sorry, all the has, best intentions. Is this, is this still Angry Joe saying this? <laughs> yes, Angry Joe. He's he's like he just he's tapped someone on the pound. fucking shoulder in, the, in in a bar. They did. They had no idea who he was. They were trying to fucking order. Like this is like the the precursor to Angry Joe fucking sniping them and getting his drink order in first. You know, you know. I, I like the way that about a minute ago I was thinking to myself, I don't think we should diss Spoonie on this podcast. I don't think we should do that. And then, of course, we we're not dissing anyone. We're just talking utter rancid shit. None of this makes sense. Of course not. Yeah, no, that's that's the what first we're doing. fucking fifteen minutes were you talking about stealing some cheese. It's not even a good story. This is my serious movie podcast. 
<laughs> it's a very filmy podcast. If you, it's a play on words. Obviously, you got films because films, but filmy. No, it's covered in slime. It's covered in shit. It's covered in shit. This podcast. <laughs> it was all a trick. <laughs> well, spank me and sing a salty sea shanty, if it isn't time for your horoscope. Scorpio, October twenty-fourth to November. 22nd. It's time to explore the many facets of your personality. We all have many faces and it's time to show yours to the world. Bring out and accentuate a new one every day this week. Do not be concerned that such a dramatic change in behaviour might be misconstrued as some sort of mental break. This course of action will definitely not get you sectioned. You should, however, keep your collection of other people's faces well hidden. Let's keep those our tasty little secret. You will donate money to fund the addition of two new wings to your local library. Though others will shower you with praise and adoration for such a selfless act of kindness, you will find it hard to disguise the bitterness and disappointment when the fucking thing still won't fly. You may need to enforce a genuine deterrent if someone encroaches on your space and or time. The stars recommend the winning combination of hunting knife and bear mace. After strangling a dog to death and kissing a male employee, you will throw a brick through the window of your handsomely appointed Washington townhouse. Don't worry, this won't ruin your aspirations for fame and power, but what you did to those young boys? Bit of a known goal there, Kevin. Your lucky locale this week is Twickenham. Your lucky date, the 29th of February 2019. And your lucky number is Slevin. And as always, be sure to remember, even Scarlett Johansson is made of meat. Goodbye. We were saying something about Crank. Where did we get to? It's oh. a, it, it was either a good or a shit movie. That's usually where we kind of fall down. I can't shit on it too much because it wasn't it wasn't taking itself seriously in any way. No, but I know what you're saying about the fucking nineties though. Because as soon as the credits rolled in, I could have waited twenty seconds and I wouldn't have been surprised if MTV Productions came up or something like that. Because it was a it was a music video for like the first twenty minutes. So anyway, we're we're not talking about Crank. We're talking about Crank, but it's Mr. Bean. Yes, okay. Well, what are your ideas? Because I, well, I, I don't know what... Well, well I, real, I realised that actually that's what it is anyway. This is what Mr Bean would do if Mr Bean was injected with a drug that would make him die if he didn't keep his heart rate up. This is exactly what he'd do. He wouldn't fucking seek medical help or anything. He'd just drive, drive his fucking mini through a mall. <laughs> he'd immediately find some like small-time Latino crime boss and beat the shit out of him in his pool. <laughs> That's what Mr. Bean does. Did you not fucking see it? I watched Johnny English, bitch. Mr. Bean's like way more sophisticated than Crank. <laughs> All right. Well, I was too too involved in the high octane adrenaline pumping action that was Crank to make those parallels. If Mr. Bean is, as you say, a more sophisticated interpretation not... of Crank, obviously, Mr. Please, Bean isn't. Please tell <laughs> how you make those parallels. What? Answer don't, for don't, your crimes. Don't say it like that. Like. Well, I am talking shit, but Mr. Bean, you know, he he drops the dentist's scalpel and, or something, and instead of saying, 
I, I was mess- sorry, I was messing about and I dropped your scalpel or something. He ends up fucking stabbing the guy with a needle and, you know, and then having to perform fucking tooth surgery on himself. He's the guy who, he gets dressed in his fucking mini while he's driving. He doesn't do rational things, and it's the same thing with this movie. Jason Statham doesn't do rational things, and like, like there's an er- there's a, like an element of panic with Mr. Bean. You know, like he hates the food, so he's got to fucking hide it. But oh no, someone's gonna find him, find that he's hidden it, and you know, it's always kind of like oh fuck, but it's oh fuck about the smallest things, and this is just oh fuck, but oh fuck, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so what you're saying is Jason Statham shot on the rug but he couldn't find the right fucking sheet to cover it up with it was always a, it was always too paper fucking thin with the brief in mind I wasn't made, I, I never made the same kind of parallels but okay what I would do while I was well just stick Mr. Bean and crank then that's what I did that's okay. basically what I did and every time I saw like fucking Jason Statham running through a corridor I imagined how exactly <laughs> how the same footage would exactly play out if Rowan Atkinson was required to do the same thing and I didn't see all I saw was um, you know the opening of the shot and like fucking uh, Mr. Bean fucking stumbles through the fucking door but the cameraman is still the same fuck, he's still got the same marking right so he just immediately fucking bolts down and he follows the fucking hawk. All you see is it's like so Rowan Atkinson comes through the door going blah, 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 and immediately just get fucking lost. Every two fucking se- Every time it cuts to a new shot, you just see Rowan Atkinson for two seconds while he just runs away from him while he's gibbering fucking garbage. <laughs> there was... It was a bit. Right? It was a bit. A bit early on, where Jason Jason Statham finds out what's happened to him. He's been poisoned, and he's in his car, and he rings up his. He calls up his doctor, and he says, "Oh, I've been poisoned with some Chinese synthetic stuff." And the doctor's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to help me out, Doc. I'll tell you now." And I, from that point on, I just couldn't stop seeing Jason Statham in a flat cap, driving like a, a fucked up old mini. Like with Vera Duckworth, I just go. I'll tell you now. I'll tell you now. It was like such a weird thing for him to just say at the end of that. You you better help me. I'll tell you now. I'm dying. Oh hi nine one one. Yeah, there's been a shooting here. You better get some cops here fast. I'll tell you now. Mm. Like what what a weird thing to fucking say. There was one thing that fucking stuck out, which I haven't heard since I probably I fucking spat it out when I was like twelve years old at best. I remember hearing this in year. El- Year seven, I think it was. And it was, you plum. I have Last time I heard that was when I said it, and I felt fucking bad. It's like, you fucking... I didn't say you fucking... I said you plum. You and plum? he said that in this you movie. Plum? It's like... Was, did someone get their German verbs slightly wrong? Uh, uh, oh. Get das up. ist wohne nicht mich einen schlafen bitten. Plum. Oh, meine Beine. <laughs> I'm a kleine schniffelmouse. <laughs> Can you leave the room, Damien? You're obviously not reading the textbook again. You plum. <laughs> and Van was a salted peanut. Good. 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 <laughs> do, do you know who could definitely do it? Because obviously Mr. Bean, that's a bit of a joke, but you know who could definitely do it? Basil Fawlty. Not, oh, John, reckon... not John Cleese, but Basil Fawlty. So you reckon John Cleese with those gangly fucking legs could follow the GoPro down those those corridors without fucking busting your sweat? Absol- just, like, tumbles Absolutely. Down. And the guy he's after is Manuel. 
Oh, yes, because Latino. Yes, that's right. Yes. Which Andrew Sex definitely was. He was fucking Spanish through and through, as he we was. fucking well know. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, so yeah, so go on. So what, what part is Sybil? I think we swap, swap out the fucking dud that was Amy Smart. And right. we, we, don't, we right. don't do this fucking stoner comedy bit. We just have fucking, we have her at the sidelines of the every scene, just slapping him with a fucking handbag because, you know, it keeps his fucking heart rate up. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's helping. <laughs> yeah. She gets the fucking juice. They've been married for fucking years. All right. She knows what's fucking bad. She was there when it happened. But didn't give a shit. Not at first. But, you know, when, when the, the, the intensity of the situation finally set in, she, she knew what she had to fucking do. She knew that she'd, she had dropped the fucking ball and she had to fucking, she had to make amends for what she'd done. So, yeah, to, she, she's going to fucking make sure that he gets to the fucking goalpost easily. And for, fortuitously for her, it falls in line with beating the shit out of him. All right, so what part does Polly play? <laughs> the tie boy in the gay bar. Can we? Okay, Polly's the I mean, tie boy in the gay bar. That's fine. Polly wore shorts, right? That, that's fine. I mean, probably. Who's, so who's major then? That's us watching it. <laughs> you not him, Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about major in Faulty Towers now. Let's take it in this direction. <laughs> let's talk about mental deterioration. <laughs> yeah, and how it's fun to observe. Not to enjoy. <laughs> well, well, the major seems well, to be having a good time. We'll tell you in a few years how it fucking pans out. But uh... <laughs> well, I, think, <laughs> I think we can make a case now. Oh, re- oh. <clears throat> well, just listen to us fucking talk spitball like we are doing right now. Well, I, the, the, one like of us th- is definitely th- worse off. A third of this podcast is like you having a breakdown. I suppose so. Um, I've got the biggest, biggest smile on my face. My face is starting to ache, so I guess. Oh, no, I can feel the, the tears starting to stream down the sides of my face. And yet my cheeks still ache from the smiling. I'll call this one Damien's on crank. <laughs> but if we, call, if we put John Cleese into it, fuck it, why not put John Cleese and, or sorry, Basil Fawlty, why not put Basil Fawlty and Mr. Bean. Why don't we just into put it Terry Jones in his current state <laughs> in fucking crank? What? Just be quiet. Be quiet. Uh, be quiet. Be, just be quiet. And it's really sad. It's, it's, it, it takes a movie that was really fun and really, really dissolves it into pure fucking sadness. Why not we put Hitler think- in it? Let's just have <laughs> Hitler running around and he's just saying stuff in German, just lines... And it's, it's all stuff like, you're a floaty dick, but it sounds really aggressive because it's in German and it's shouted. I'm, I'm sure there are some talented CG artists there that can do that. But, well, that, I know they can definitely copy and paste Hitler's face onto the body of Jason Statham, but they're going to have to, like, trim him down a little bit because no one's going to buy Hitler that's that well built. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, is it, it, it couldn't be young Hitler because that's too aggressive. It would have to be... So no, that, that original moustache is just too out there. That triumph of facial hair. Every night going to sleep wearing a snood. Do you understand that? How uncomfortable a snood is? Fucking what? taming that beard so it holds... What's a snood? A res- it's like a hairnet for a beard, basically. Oh, no, fuck that. No, I've been, I've been thinking of getting rid of this one. Oh, really? Oh, I'm just, just going bald face. I wish I could like, get a vasectomy, but for, fa- for ha- facial hair. 
I wish my face wouldn't impregnate anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you're a dickhead. <laughs> sure. But uh, you know, I just can't be fucking bothered. I, I've had a, uh, I've had a beard for my entire adult life. Um, kind of before your adult life as well. I, I, I would yeah, say when I was eleven. Have you ever had a beard? No, I still can't fucking grow one. Because you're yeah. quite, you've got quite thick hair. I've got very thick hair on my fucking head, and it grows very fast, very thick. There's millions of the fucking fuckers. But if I grow a beard, it grows in four places. It's my, it's my upper cheeks, and like two points on my chin. So if I grow a goatee, it will spiral out into two horns that converge. But the middle of it doesn't go. Doesn't meet the lips. The tash is all blonde. It is a fucking mess. Can't do fucking facial hair whatsoever. Trying, but failing. It's oh, really I... bad working amongst the people I do because, again, they're very hirsute Eastern Europeans. They all have these huge fucking black, like either five o'clock shadows or very thick fucking beards. And I turn up with this shit on my fucking chin. And no one says a fucking thin thing because it's yeah, it's a mercy. It's a mercy kill. As Ma- a far, Damien, as far may- as I'm maybe no one says a thing because no one fucking cares. Do you think people maybe, fucking uh, care uh, about your beard? I think they care. They seem to get off the you know I'll, I'll get fucked off about the fucking tiniest, tiniest things elsewhere. So I, I feel like my facial hair could be just as offensive to other people as anything else that I seem to do in that job. But it's a theory. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm carrying over my own kind of um, uh, my self-esteem issues and my resentment for other other shit. So maybe I don't bring it to this this, this podcast. I think I was being unprofessional. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. What? I should probably keep it in the bag. Okay. You can cut it, right? You can you you, you can save my image, <laughs> my pristine image on this show. You don't think you have a good image? I think everyone hates me all the fucking time. Oh. But that's not that's not exclusive to the, to the podcast. It's just. Uh, that's just life outdoors. You know, I definitely go to um, Tesco's a little bit too often just to buy beers and, and you know, maybe not be and too cheese. many beers at one time. But, uh, you know, they, they see me and they recognize me every time. Oh it's got God. to a point, you know, you've got those, uh, those self-checkouts. Jesus Christ. Yeah, go on. And, uh, Did you, you practice know, this? And um, no, th- no, no, no. But um, they've got a line of them and, you know... The, it turns out now that you can control it from the uh, cigarette kiosk. And I just go through and I don't even make eye contact with anyone in that place. And I, I, I bring my, my I bring it through, scan it. And I don't even get the prompt for IDs anymore. They immediately hit the fucking button. They just fucking, they just, they just show me through. They get me out the fucking door. I didn't think I was being a problem. I thought, yeah. But I guess I have kind of like turned, turned up there with... Yeah. There's piss running down one of my legs at one point, and uh, I guess it's just better for everyone if they just fucking shuffle me through. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a journey. <laughs> because I've been slamming the fucking PCP over here, Damien, and <laughs> everything you say is unfathomably interesting, which it never was. I definitely had an image as you were talking. <laughs> just crawling into a Tesco saying, please... Let me cope. I don't know. You, you've, you've painted a picture of you being quite um, uh, at, at the end of your tether, really. 
I guess so. I've, I've definitely lost perspective. I could be a sorry state of a man at the moment. But um, see, well, ask me again in January when things kind of alleviate and uh, I kind of, well, I jump off my own roof. I'm, I'm sure I'll be, you know, that'll alleviate the tension then. I mean, work eases up the Christmas period. Should I stop? I don't know. I don't know if this is funny or if I'm just being shit. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's a big... That's a Jesus. Big no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Crank, Damien, Crank. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, sorry, I watched the movie. Maybe that, maybe that heightened me a little bit. I, it, it might have just got under my skin. Maybe influ- influencing my behavior. That, cr- that's, crank that's has be the it. same that's effect as amphetamines. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention? Yeah. Was when he's getting the epinephrine from the hospital. And he ends up molesting this male nurse. It turns out to be Glenn Howerton. And I saw it and I was like, oh, holy shit. That's really, really just funny that he's in this. Yeah. Yeah. Who and plays... I, um, who, Dennis, of course. Dennis, Dennis Reynolds. Dennis in... Uh, There'll Always Be Sunshine in, in Indiana. In Philadelphia Cream Cheese. I guess it's kind of before. It's, it's all, you brought it back to cheese. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the laughing cow. Cut. End of the show. Yeah, go on. Talk. Yeah, it's Dennis Reynolds is in it. When they cut to the guy, the old guy in the stretcher dying or whatever, I just, I was so begging for it to be Danny DeVito. Just like fucking throwing <laughs> shit at Jason Statham. And it's all a big setup for the best episode of It's Always Sunny. It could have been. been the best cold open and it just yeah. comes up. Jason Statham. So, Jason Statham shits the, his pants. The, or the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gang make a shit movie. So if if it was Mr. Bean, would Mr. Bean, Bean talk? <laughs> like, I'm not even thinking about it. I just want to see, like, it transplanted, uh, like, shot for shot. <laughs> I want to see, like... That, uh, I can't remember the name of the fucking the crime boss in the pool, right? And he's swimming through, and they had the shot underwater. And, his breath, and it just like it has this really goofy shot of like Jason Statham bombing into this pool, and he does this thing with his fingers, like come here. It's like oh for fuck's sake, looking straight into the camera. I'd love that if you just have been there. It's like yeah. It just cuts to the next shot. He, the, the the crime boss emerges from the water. And it's like oh okay what? He's like being slowly break through the meniscus of water really slowly with his really huge eyes just bolting him down that you see i think in many ways bean is much more dangerous than the staff because bean is entirely unintentional in what he does so i think if you did inject him with this thing where he had to keep his heart rate up i think he could be quite dangerous like i think he'd jump on the on the back of that bike and instead of having the conversation i think he might actually just accidentally throw the the rider under the wheels of a bus we might get a nice juicy like head explosion shot (laughs) and then then it's been riding the bike but obviously he can't fucking ride a bike because he's got no sense of balance so you know then he like knocks a builder into a cement mixer and we yo it's terrible there's blood everywhere i think it should be like really fucking graphic if bean is in there like it's mr bean (laughs) mr bean's fucking untouchable and he has no idea what he's doing or what he's causing but he's causing devastation I kind of wanted, like, if it, if that was going to be the movie, like a huge, I, would, I don't want to say, like, fourth wall break, but you've got the bit in Chinatown um, with Amy Smart, 
And if you supplemented Bean in that scenario, obviously they, they've they've stated at this point in the dialogue in in the plot that um, you know, one of the things that uh, Statham can do is get really fucking horny and bang to keep himself alive. So he bangs his semi girlfriend in the middle of Chinatown. If you supplement Bean at that point. Because it starts off really just, rapey. It's, has, it's weird, though, because it's keep your heart up. You don't need to fucking bang. You just need to... You can, like, just do jump jumping on, jacks. Jump on the spot, yeah. I mean, uh, drink, drink some fucking coffee. All right, so I wanted to supplement Bean in that one fucking scene, right? Where yeah. Jason Statham over, overstepped the bounds of propriety with his girlfriend. And I thought, rather than going on the, uh, on the regular path of the movie... As soon as like Bean realizes he must get it up and start fucking rogering his girlfriend, that's when it cuts from the movie and it does it does not so much a fourth wall break, but you just it just cuts to people in the workplace, right? And it's just like emergency news broadcasts around, right? It's, obviously, they've been following Jason Statham and his crime spree, or Mr. Bean as it is in this case, through the city. And there's Jason a Bean. And like they dispense with the usual um, kind of uh, the news broadcast format, and all it is, it's just like Bean, man on woman, shoot to kill, and now people must hunt him down, and that's the rest of the rest of the movie. He will still there'll be loads of cornball antics. You know, yep. it, it yep. is Mr. Bean. People will get what they pay for, but it's a lynch mob from now on. Yep, and, and it, it is fucking dark. It is suddenly yeah. nighttime, even though it was two in the. 2 p.m. in the afternoon, you've got all the fucking tourists in Chinatown going, oh, it's, it's deadly silent. There's yep. no sunlight. The only, all the you only can see is the light of the torches. The light of the torches, and then all you can hear is the licking of the flames as they sit, they're setting different cornfields on fire. No one says a fucking out. word. No, they just just all fan out. They're all wearing, <laughs> they're wearing like, sacks Because on the their bean heads. is a slippery beast. As I, soon as I, he realized he, he overstepped his bean. bounds... He became more reptile than man. He he slipped into the the sewers. But they know the behavior. They've seen it before. They've executed many beans before. Now they used. You know, I used to know a bean. I was on <laughs> no, a. You told me about bean. I was on a, a a short film set. I think I've mentioned it before. It was uh, a short film I worked on for eleven days. As the Oof. as the fucking even though it was only meant to be five, as the script supervisor girl, and uh, and General Dog's body, it turned out because it was it was the worst fucking experience I've had on a film set. It was terrible. But I it, bet you got to learn how to make a good cup of tea. I, well, I wasn't doing that. I was, <laughs> I was slightly above that, but only just. But the people who weren't making slice of toast. Tea, I mean, the, the the mania that was going on on that fucking film set between the director and the DOP, and someone said to one of the runners, they got, they had like a biscuit for them for the fucking camera crew. They had some biscuits, but the camera crew was really busy, so they they made the runner put the biscuit into their mouths, like they fed, they hand fed the fucking camera crew. At Jesus one point, fucking Christ! Yeah, it was it, it was intense. It, it if it had been like a bigger thing, I guess there were about like twenty five people on it. If it had been a bigger thing, if it had been like a hundred people, and if it had been a bit more remote, I think it could have turned into Jonestown. It was yeah, that's kind of nuts. It was in it was in Richmond Park in a February, and. Uh, and See that's kind of nuts. I just can't imagine that kind of high pressure environment <laughs> like being in in Richmond Park, where the deer kind of 
gently gallop about. That's what we were filming. Know. We were filming deer. It was minus four Celsius. And, uh, All right, fine. <laughs> and uh, we were filming deer. And at one point, someone's job was to go to the hot dog stand to get deer food. Right, that's how disorganized it was. Even though they had all these expensive cameras, I mean, it was a very expensive fucking short film. Oh, it turns out that the hot dog stand is only open between March and October. I thought that was funny. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just trying to clarify. Are you saying that they 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 uh they sold deer food? Of course, they didn't sell deer food. It was just some idiot saying, "Oh, well, the only option we have to find some way to lure these deer closer to us." is to go to the hot dog stand and ask for a carrot or something. I mean, as if they would have a carrot. Well, no, I think like a hot dog is, is, is as good as deer food as anything else. I think you, you're you undermining these beasts. They'll, they'll, they'll eat fucking anything. Dude, like you were such a glorious fucking storyteller throughout. I literally, I was really expecting that the, the same hot dog vendor, which is kind of bizarre in, in and of itself in England at all. It, was, it was, I thought they legitimately sold deer food, man. It was kind of done. I'm sorry I dropped the ball and I didn't get the fucking punchline, but no, you know, no, don't no, be but... so fucking captivating. <laughs> it was, but it it was one of those. It was one of those sets, right? I think a lot of people probably have experienced like the nightmare set where you've got people walking off and stuff like that, and and things going wrong because certain people on set hate each other for no reason, for reasons of ego, you know, stuff mm. like that. It was one of those places. It was awful to work. Uh, and I was only about like 21. Uh, oh God, it was terrible. And anyway, why the fuck was I telling that story? Oh, I knew Bean. I met Bean on this you film set. Bean. Fuck you know that felt that satisfying. Sorry, so, I was sorry. A fucking crisis. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I'm really sorry. Sorry. Um, and I just looked, and it did take me like 50 seconds to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, no. So on on this terrible film set, the first Bean I ever met. And he was a, a guy who was the production coordinator and he was about 40. And Okay, so I, I just need to ask, being in name or by nature? Being, in, na- that- being in nature. He's the, guy, he's the sort of guy who's 40 years old and still rides a mountain bike to work, right? And that's exactly who Bean is. Uh, and I remember uh, one day having a, a long conversation about something completely different, probably something like fucking Zardoz or something geeky like that with him in his car because he was hiding so he didn't have to do any work. On the fucking set, he was production coordinating. Jesus Christ. Yeah. you got to fucking hate your job. So he, But he, he uh, at the time, had done way more work than I ever had, uh, you know, or have now or anything. And, um, he, you know, he'd, he'd worked on uh, feature films, like six-week feature films, proper stuff. And he'd been paid for the work as well. Wow. And he was kind of, you know, sort of on his way to doing it professionally, doing it enough that he could support himself doing it, production coordinating different films. But at the same time, he was studying to be a fucking teacher. So he, as his backup plan. So he had his well, backup, backup plan that he was like investing all this time into. And we've made the joke that, you know, that those who don't teach, I think that, 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 that that's pretty kind of well known, but study. yeah, part, part-time study to be a teacher. Fucking hell. It was fucking trigger, man. Mm. But yeah, he he wasn't sort of prepared to do that. And it was sort of so obvious he was really just wasting his own time because he just 
I don't know. You, you'd think if you if you were going to, you know, put your mark, put your flag down, and say I'm a production coordinator, hire me on your next project, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be so inclined to hide from work. But it was it was it was weird, and he was very bean like because everything he did, he would fuck up. Not just on the film, but like shit. he couldn't eat a sandwich without ending like, up on the floor. Ending up on him. Right, he he couldn't brush his teeth without getting fucking toothpaste behind his ear. He always stank of crisps. Nothing wrong with the stench of crisps, you know. You know, he's always had cheese and onion, cheese and onion fucking goo in his gums. Oh yes, no, I think that is, I think that's something to pull back from. The stench I can handle because I, I I walk away from my job smelling of onions and hate Mm. every day. So, and a little bit of you know. Uh, cheese um, Walker's crisps would be um, kind of a net gain for me, so I won't kind of um, I won't put him down for that. But uh, the gum. Yeah, but your breath doesn't smell like that. I imagine your breath smells like gin and fags. No, no, no that's, <laughs> that's 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 got a, that's like an hour after work. I'm 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 pretty decent um, uh, in my conduct during work. Partly because I'm such a miserable fucker that I don't make friends. I'm sure if I was if I was tight with the bar manager, he'd keep me tightly fucking supplied. He seems to like supply everyone else around me, but because I won't play ball, I I do the shift dry and sober. Damien, that's fortunately that, is God God intend, can intended. You, can you not see that? That's because everybody hates you. Because yeah, you I'm need fucking a surprised. fucking holiday. I don't need a holiday. I just never. I need to never go back to that place ever again, or the career. I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, could be any. Th- there are many factors. I don't know. Uh, can you hear the wind whistling? It's uh, it's very tall. It, it, you know, it's, it's billowing quite heavily up here on the top of this high rise. Yeah, I think I can. Cool. <laughs> this is my last will and testament. Well, and it's not a bullshit. I hope not. But on that note, thank you for listening. We'll we'll never do this again. No, thank you for uh, listening. It kind of it's it's a desperate attempt to make sense of my life. And for those that have listened, thank you. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't even show I didn't even show you the fucking fan art thing. Do you want to do it? Yes. Or do you want to do it next week? I okay, prom- hang I on. I promised. Yeah, I promised last week I would do it. I can see your screen. I can see Rinder in the middle there. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Obviously, that is me. Yeah. So, so this is the. I, I saw a the... little. Sorry, I saw a little snapshot on the side there. Whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> so the, <laughs> these are a couple no. that yeah, these are a couple that uh, Louis Phillips uh, sent to me. Thank you, Louis. Uh, I appreciate the seconds that it must have taken you to make these. Uh, they were well spent. Hmm. Okay. What did when he he gave you this stuff? Did he uh, give you some kind of like breakdown of what was what was going on? <laughs> he said, "Take your pick, take your pick, Rocky," and that's it. That's all he said. There's another, all right, is it? There's another one with Roy Chubby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that's what you would wear. It's funny because it's as low effort as this podcast. <laughs> okay, so so Terry Green made this uh, fantastic uh, little okay. <laughs> drawing, painting, image, nightmare of uh, 
of Kevin Spacey as Elmer. That is fucking superb. <laughs> what was it? What was he called? El Elmer. 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 Yeah, it's great, isn't it? That's a it, that's a great digital painting, isn't it? It's very really good. Wanna... Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good because I also think he kind of looks a bit like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> See what I mean? I, I, th- I, I think that's a segue into our next episode. Um, okay, so where the fuck is this? Okay, hang on. I've got a oh shit. I got to move. Here it I is. I love the who did the poo. Who What's that the in the lift? I can't it's, see that. It's a poo. The whole thing is a poo because it looks like a teddy bear with his ass in the air or something like that. Is it just an old, stale, moldy poo? I don't know, that dude. I'm not gonna. Mold? I'm not gonna look at it anymore. Dude, right. you can. Are you, you ready? Can, you shut can up. In. Okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for this? You're oh, gonna fucking lose your shit when you see this. Okay, fuck. I thought that was it. Okay, fine. Okay, I've got my eyes closed. You got your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, thanks very much, Terry. Terry said it took him about two to three hours, and the most difficult part was your oh. your hand feet. Oh, Terry is my favorite person. <laughs> he's got that it all. Is... He's got it all in there. He's got Ramsey and everything. Yeah, he's not missed a fucking beat. That, might... <laughs> that man is a genius. Sorry, is it just Terry? Does he have a... Does he have a handle or anything? Because I kind of want to just Terry, a little bit of a shirt. It's some. It's someone called Terry Green. Terry Green. That's all well, I know. I didn't want to, you know. Too I, don't much, want, I don't want to, you know. I'm sure he doesn't want that many people to know he I, listens. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fucking superb. Um, yeah. Well, it sounds condescending, but yeah, I I love that. But, but yeah, thank you very much for fucking showing that. When he sent it to me, I couldn't believe that someone had that exact same image in their head. That is yeah, exactly no, how a, I saw it. It's kind well. of it, 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 it's a, it's kind of shockingly accurate. The only detail, the it's one detail he enough. got wrong, no, is is, is simply the hat. Uh, I would yeah. wear like a dirty kind of pirate bandana, not like there's one of those Frenchy cardboard naff stuff. That's what we wear when someone turns up to work and they don't have a hat and the health inspectors are in. We all have them, but no one fucking wears that shit. But uh, other than that, it's fucking perfect. Well, it's that's absolutely fucking perfect. That's where you're going wrong at work, Damien. You need to wear the hat more. Command, I, I, command I respect. Do. You're only five foot four. Was he... <laughs> I know what it's like. I'm only a couple of inches taller. At, at six feet. All right, well, thanks very much, Terry. Yes, again, thank you very much. I'll... Oh, I will be fucking enjoying that for a long time. Okay, so... I, uh, I might try and get that on the fucking walls at work. <laughs> I'll get a fr- nice frame picture of that. Uh, so next week, we might do something like movie ideas, unsolicited movie ideas for Mr. Melvin Gibson. Okay. Because Gibbers is back, isn't he? Gibbers is back. Yes. Oh, well, pr- pray tell more, but we'll save it for next week. We won't blow our load right now. Doesn't matter about the Jews. I mean, you'd think it would, wouldn't you? Nah, yeah, well, of course. Nah, but but yeah, it's not. Well, the Jews have a much you know, a well-played long-term plan. They're not going to fucking interfere like that. They'll just let him get on with the shit. It's fine. <laughs> like the, like, oh, and oh, more we, next week. Yeah, we don't mean. Sorry, we don't mean. We don't mean people of the of the Jewish faith. We mean Jews, the crime syndicate. 
who <laughs> Mr. Melvin Gibson obviously owes money to. If you go to one of the the, the, the smaller Caribbean islands, there's a you know like a men's society called the Juaos, which they they which are frequently conflated, <laughs> well, but that's what we're talking about. When I was in India, I stayed in the Swastika Hotel. <laughs> I have many pictures. Again, we'll listen more next week. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why they had to have all those fucking portraits of Hitler everywhere. Don't see what that's got to do with it. But yeah, he's a what... handsome chap. <laughs> that's all Go it on. was. You no, know, but seriously, okay, I didn't. I didn't. I did stay in the Swastika Hotel. Obviously, I didn't see any fucking portraits of Hitler. But in India, in Connaught Place, right in the middle of Delhi, you get people selling English language books, and. One of the the most common books I saw in India for sale was Mein Kampf. <laughs> I'm not joking. What is with that? This was ten years ago. I, uh, I, I, well, I have absolutely nothing to weigh on on that. That's absolutely fucking bizarre. But you know what? That is so weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's worthy of an explore, exploration that I'm definitely not capable of. It's just kind of bizarre. Yeah. Well, anyway. Fuck. (laughs) See you next week. Yeah, see you next week. So, I hit smash on all the buttons, correctly? Yes. And stop. (laughs) Stop.